Welcome to the EHL Alumni Network podcast. I'm your host, Caroline. In this exciting series, we'll dive deep into the journeys of EHL alumni who embarked on a bachelor's adventure at EHL and then pursued master's degrees across the globe. Today, we welcome Alexandra Marinova to the podcast. After graduating from EHL in 2019, Alexandra took a master's in talent development and human resources at IE University in Madrid. She currently works at Nestle in Bebe, Switzerland, as part of the company's graduate scheme. Welcome to the podcast, Alexandra. How are you? Thank you, Caroline. Thank you for having me. I'm good, and you? How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Lovely weather we're having here in Switzerland. Yes, lucky. (laughs) Um, So perhaps let's start by you briefly describing what your master's involved. Yes, sure. So my master's uh, total name was uh, in talent development and human resources. So mostly about everything that englobes human resources in the corporate companies, multinational environments, etc. And also everything regarding talent development. So Everything that you can think of, the psychological part until total rewards, um, the diversity and inclusion, also the performance, succession planning. So everything that you can think of, the pillars of HR were involved in in my master's. Right. So pretty comprehensive. (laughs) And um, why did you choose this master's in particular? Well, I was looking for uh, human resources masters in Switzerland, actually, but uh, none of them exist. We on- only have the Certificat or Brevet Fédéral. And I was looking, uh, I had worked uh, almost in, always in multinational environments, and I knew I wanted to continue in that. And for me, it was important to go abroad first for the experience. And so I found out that IE was proposing also a 10-month program which is not the case here in Switzerland, you usually do two years of master's program. And so combining all these things, and in also, I also had a lot of good echoes of this master's. It's It has been launched only five years ago, but the class is a small class. Uh, so we're really connected to the people we work with. Adding things to each other, I decided to go there and also the reputation of, of IE. Yeah. And I, I know that you were particularly interested in the sort of psychological elements yes. of, of this master's. Could you talk a bit about why? Why was that important to you? Well, I think also uh, post-COVID and uh, the student experience and also people in the companies, we've realized how HR has, uh, I mean, People always know that HR has an impact in the company, but I think post these events that have happened a few years ago, uh, people realize that having a good human resources department in a company is crucial. It's important to invest in your resources, in your people, how you treat them. And so that's why I also think the psychological part is very important to try to understand what you can give to your employees, how to make them more happy, how to make them motivated, how to bring them to work, uh, how to match their expectations, etc. So this the psychological part is for me crucial also in under, in understanding because if you understand that part you can be you can motivate your employees to for a lot of things mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yes and i mean you're right the world of work has changed hugely hasn't it since since mm-hmm. covid and with companies having to negotiate you know employees working more at home and things okay. like that so i guess there's quite a lot of big new challenges for for human resources departments also a lot a lot the new yeah. a lot of yeah. advantages also sometimes advantages as you said from the work from home but as you if you try to ma- to match expectations between the people's uh, needs and uh, 
willingness to, to come to work or to stay at home, etc. You can actually, I'm convinced that you can have more productivity and efficiency because when you give a person something, they want to give you back. So that's for me. Yeah. And the psychological part of that is important to understand. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and so for you personally, um, did you always know that you wanted to work in human resources or is this something that, that came during your studies? Um, no, it came during my studies. I did the EH, uh, I did EHL in the English section also, and yeah. I started to discover a lot of people from all around the world. So this, I I always knew I liked people. Always knew I'm a pretty sociable person. I also like to make feel good people. So that's also our role mm -hmm. here in the company. And having had some of the classes, I also did my thesis on the nature subject. I can talk about it later. And combining all these things uh ehl made me a little bit realize okay why not let's test this department i'm not such a number person even if in hr there are numbers but i think for me it was important to really work with people and for people um and so once you'd sort of um yes i know you did an internship in in hr but mm -hmm. apart from that how did ehl specifically nurture this interest in human resources we always had um i would say uh, three types of classes at EHL. So the finance-related classes, the HR-related classes, and the more language courses or more hospitality courses. And we always had a class, for example, on talent management system, organizational behavior, so more psychological class. And so these classes uh, nurtured also the professors that I met there. And I decided to conduct my bachelor thesis on employer branding and on what the students expect us for like what they expect as their um, for their first job, what they, what would drive mm -hmm. them to apply. So pretty a common subject today. And my teacher, who actually uh, supported me in this thesis, also gave me a little bit of her passion. So I guess everything combined again, and my internship also yeah. in my second year um, made mm -hmm. it that I yeah I decided to take this yeah. path. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that internship? It was with Rolex, is that it right? It was, yes. So uh, comparing it now to the others, uh, I was pretty young and didn't really know the world of uh, human resources at that time. And it also was kind of a human resources event internship. But the human resources part, we were supposed to, to work. So Rolex has uh, different catchers for their restaurants. And I was in charge of the people who would work uh, for all these restaurants, so you know how they would feel, the work conditions, the working hours, the their motivation, etc. So a lot of um, I was really in contact not with the employees of Rolex, but all of the employees who worked for these restaurants. So it was even also sometimes harder because they're not working for this company, and being close to people and understanding what they're going through, how you can be here for them, made created something in me at that time. I was 20 years old. And so I decided that I would continue on discovering, you know, then recruitment and talent development during my next um, professional experiences. Yeah. Okay. Um, it sounds like that was quite a challenge mm -hmm. then. Um, and talking of challenges, so after, I know you worked for a, a little while first, and then you went to do your master's yes. after, after EHL. Um, how did EHL prepare you for the challenges that you met, that you've encountered in your master's? Well, first of all, I really got out of my comfort zone uh, being in the English section. So studying in a, in a former, another language than my native language. Then we, so this prepared me for the corporate world. And I would say 
if I had to deal with uh, other stakeholders, other companies all around the world. I'm happy that I decided to choose uh, to study in English because it's a real strength for me nowadays. Then mm -hmm. uh, the group works. So EHL, very early, since we are 18, uh, we are put in uh, teams, group works uh, during the preparatory year. I mean, all the years that we have to do, there are always group works, group works, group works. You don't realize it, but it, it, it really strengths you because you have to deal with different personalities, different characters, different nationalities, different ways of working, different cultures. And in HR, it's a little bit the same. So not only prepared me for the, I would say, world of workplace, but also for the human resources part. Because, And you really learn to understand that you cannot also please everyone all the time, but you might... You, have to take the, the best of it and but you don't realize this when I was a student uh, you really don't get it so that's why I would recommend you not to stop doing that and also all the classes that we have all the different topics all the different professors the networking that we're exposed to at a really young age uh, makes you way more confident to approach than business leaders stakeholders uh, being in meetings without you know sometimes you the confidence can go more or less, but I think EHO is really engraved in me and is also also made me the person who I am today. And thanks to that, I I just feel at ease wherever I'm going. Mm -hmm. And I know that I can talk with a lot of people, different people, because I've experienced that before. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fantastic uh, you know, attribute to have, mm -hmm. isn't it? I mean, I think that's the foundation of anyone going on to work. Yeah. Um, and I know before your master's, you you did, uh, you worked as well. You had a couple of, were they internships at L'Oreal and Caterpillar, I believe? Correct. Yeah. So I, um, yeah. Why did you do those? And, and was that, a, you know, a valuable thing to do before your master's? So uh, someone told me one day, um, I was, I'm someone who tries to I wanted to do my master directly after my bachelor. I was convinced about that. And someone told me, uh, a person that I admire a lot, well, work a bit, see what you want to do, just work, and you'll see. And you approach your master's with a different mindset. So I decided to look for a job. I actually started at EHL in Christelle's team as um, also recruitment assistant. So And then I left because there was COVID, and I've, I found an internship at L'Oréal in Talent Acquisition, COVID made it that I couldn't stay. And I did a first HR graduate program at Caterpillar. And so I was always thinking, okay, I'm switching internships, you know, I don't have a fixed job. But at the end, I think the experience counts a lot. Having made it through education, luxury, uh, FMCG, uh, even Caterpillar, another industry. Uh, I've also worked in banking in parallel of my studies. So being able to see and navigate through different environments, I think it's a big asset and it's very important nowadays. So I'm not really, I'm super, super happy that I listened to this person, that I managed to work in the meantime. It also made me uh, able to join Nestle today for another graduate program and to have a fixed job afterwards. And um, so all these internships also made me see how HR functions in this company, the good thing the good things, the bad things, what can we do better, what I don't like, what I do like, the different pillars for so learning and development, uh, the total rewards part, the recruitment part, the administrative part. And I think I have seen and went through a lot and it's mm -hmm. really valuable at, uh, at my age, I think. Completely. Yeah. So that's something you would recommend that other students do, perhaps having that Absolutely. gap between. And also the master's, yeah. you understand it more with work experience. Uh, a lot of our papers, a lot of our reflections and group works are related to examples that you've had in the workplace. 
any conflicts, any difficult situations, any successes, failures. So you have to be able to write and to take examples for what you have lived. So I wouldn't have been able. There were a few students also in my class who hadn't worked and it was a little bit more difficult for them. I could see it because they couldn't base themselves on, on something. Right, I see. Yeah. Um, and so now you're at Nestle and you've been on the um, Human Resources Graduate Scheme, which I believe involves re- rotating through different departments. So how did you come to get that position and what's it been like? So I was uh, not even half of my master's, but I was really looking for a job um, because the 10 months program goes really fast. And I was in two processes and Nestle reopened their graduate, their HR graduate program. It has been stopped for 15 years, but they reopened it for two people. So I went through the process, um, had the graduate program, signed up for a job. And so the first two years, uh, yes, we rotate through different businesses and entities, always in human resources. So I started at the Nestle recruitment competence center in the HQ. So really mostly on recruitment and everything that's linked to talent acquisition. And then I went to employee services, which is more related to, you know, shared services, uh, providing support for everything that an employee needs in their life cycle of the company. And now I'm actually at Nespresso since three weeks, which is also part of Nestle. And I'm providing support on different kinds of uh, HR events or different events that we have here and then we provide to the people and also supporting all the um, HRBPs that are here. And my last rotation would be a Nestle Suisse. And from then we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you said only there were only two spaces on on this scheme. Yeah. So so do you think that your master's, um, that was really the reason that you got this? I mean, obviously, (laughs) your your own skills and the way you interviewed and things, but do you think that that the master's was key for getting this Actually, now they reopened it uh, with the criteria. And I think they, they put some lower criteria because the criteria for us were kind of high it it needed two years three years of uh working also um the masters so yes all everything actually that i have been doing paid a lot because the two and a half years that i worked in between my masters i wouldn't be able also my languages i am very lucky to be to speak french english german i did also a a bilingual french uh, german school Bulgarian and Spanish. So I think this exposure to the world and international environment to EHL and having been raised in such um, such, a, such a country where I could uh, learn so many languages was also an asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and what about the sort of the alumni networks, both of EHL and IE? Uh, do you, have those been important to you to date and do you envisage that they will continue to be? Yes. So I really, really value both networks. I haven't personally had yet the opportunity or the need to turn myself to look for a job, etc. But I know if 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 it's it's here, so if I need it, I can just connect. And even the Nestle or the people from EHL at IE, I connect with them. Uh, wherever you go, you can always find someone, and it's really create a beautiful mm-hmm. connection really rapidly. Mm. Yeah, I suppose it's a sort of safety <laughs> net that you know you've got people you can call on yeah. if you need. Yeah. Um, And so uh, we're coming to the end here, but do you have any tips or advice for EHL students that might be considering doing the master's that you did? I would really recommend that, yes, if you're a human-oriented person interested in psychology and human resources in general, and you would like to work uh, in in a company or any learning and development or coaching departments or anything related to human in general, yes, definitely. Uh, You meet a lot of people, you learn a lot. Teachers are amazing. 
um, you really get to see also your it's really intense so it's 10 months so i think you're really going straight to the point you work hard but it's very valuable and at the end you also have a paper that makes you you know enter in really good companies which is really important mm -hmm. for me and i would recommend doing a master's yes because i think that um i mean the bachelor is really crucial to have it and you can work directly after a bachelor of course but if you want to deepen your knowledge yes do a master's and work a little bit before because under, otherwise you won't approach a master the same way so that mm -hmm, would be my advice mm -hmm. great absolutely um okay so just to round off i have some quick fire questions for you so if you could just um briefly answer these perhaps one sentence for this first one uh what's the best thing about studying at ehl Ex exposure to a multinational environment i would say best thing you said you, you asked for one right yeah no that's good <laughs> and three words to describe to describe the experience of your masters valuable intense and human resources related in all the pillars that you can think of <laughs> okay i'll let you have that <laughs> and lastly what's your biggest wish for your career my biggest wish for my career well I really th would love to the people that I work with and that I work for to make them feel good. And so that means that if I am able to change in the life of someone in a good way, well, that's my biggest wish, just being able to do that mm -hmm. at work or even outside. But for me, in terms of a, for an HR professional, I really, I really believe in the power of human resources in this department in a company. And if people can rely on that and they believe in that, well, that's my biggest wish. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, well, thank you very much, Alexandra, for joining us thank today. You so much. Um, it's been great to hear about your, your journey. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Join us again next time for more stories from EHL alumni who have embarked on master's degrees across the world. Until then, goodbye. Bye. -bye.